The Money Show. Consumer Ninja. Well, our Consumer Ninja is Wendy Nola, and Wendy is on the line to us this evening. I just saw a tweet this afternoon from somebody called Bhavna Maharaj. Now, Wendy, I know you're not anticipating this, but I think you're going to be equally appalled, and I'm curious on your response. Bhavna says, I ordered something online from Trueworths. Trueworths is now on the line. They can't verify that my card belongs to me and would like to speak to my husband. They can keep their clothes. <laughs> Isn't that oh, my word. Okay. Wow. Um, not married in community of property, I would imagine. That would be the only time where you'd ever have to call on the spouse to verify anything. I, I don't know. It's just a tweet, but it's, it's astonishing in this day and age that that yeah that that, that occurs and yeah, but no to her credit goes well they can keep their clothes anyway let's move on to the protection of personal information act and whether or not it's more of a help or a hindrance and for one i don't know about you okay but i've noticed a lot more nuisance calls since popia as it's known protection of personal information act than actually before it yeah so that's true and um you know, it it is the case that they can ask you once, and if you say no, um, that's that's fine. They have to um, honour that. Um, so if you're getting repeat ones, that's definitely a no-no, and that was the case with the Consumer Protection Act's um, anti-spam provisions as well. Um, but I'm seeing it as a journalist, um, you know, taking up complaints on behalf of people with, with companies big and small, Quite a few of them um, are making my job a lot harder because they're saying, um, sorry, we can't uh, respond because of Poppia. Now we've got to protect their client who's complaining to me or or who's asking me to take up their complaint with the company because they can't get any joy out of the, you know, with the company directly. And they've sent me an email which clearly says, please help and gives me all their personal details. And now they're using Poppy to say, we can't. No, no, no. That would be violating popular in respect of our client and their personal information. I mean, go away. That is ridiculous. But a lot of them are doing that. So, you know, as far as I'm concerned, that's a really horrible, um, sneaky abuse of of a good law. Um, and then also being used as excuses for things such as, I don't want to go into too much detail, but a couple of weeks ago, I took up the case of a family who applied uh, for a UK visa one of the via one of those visa application companies that courier your stuff into the embassies and um, handle that schlep for you. Um, it was a Kempton uh, Park-based company. Um, the family was due on their first overseas trip with the, with the kids on April the 20th. Didn't get there because the husband gave all their details to one of the workers and when he phoned to check about two, two and a half weeks later, when he hadn't heard anything, um, he was told, sorry, we lost all your information because of a server crash. And they couldn't call him because they didn't have his details because they'd been lost at the crash. Um, and when they did reapply, it was too late. And so they didn't go on their trip. And if they want to go the next school holiday in July, it's going to cost 18,000 Rand to change all those bookings, the flats and accommodation, etc. So do it to me. Um, I took up the case um, somewhere in that in in, in the um, visa companies um, emails, you know, disclaimers and things. It does say you it's not necessary to have a ticket um, in order to apply. It should actually say in huge letters is um, you 
please don't buy your ticket first, which is what the U.S. Commission says, sorry, U.K. Commission says, because, um, you know, you might not get your visa in time kind of thing. But anyway, what, what has this got to do with Poppy, you may ask? Well, the chap said, um, he asked them, surely you have backups. How could you just, like, lose all my stuff? Um, and due to the sensitivity, due, due, due to the urgency of these things, and he was told due to the Poppy Act, the host is not permitted to keep emails on their server once it is downloaded. I contacted the host provider. They were not able to recover any of the data from the server as it was all removed as soon as we received it. I don't quite make sense of that, but anyway, Nonsense. the owner of the company told me that it actually completely gibberish. The owner of the company then told me it actually wasn't a server crash. It was the laptop in the, that the employee was using, which to me, given it was at stake, that was even worse. The hard drive failed and there was no backup. And sorry for you. So I queried with this was the information regulator. They have a fantastic spokesperson by the name of Nomzamo Zondu. Zondi, who even works on public holidays and sends answers to me at 4.30 in the morning and other ridiculous things, says Poppia does not prohibited prohibit a responsible party from backing up information as long as consent was sought and there are security safeguards in place to ensure that the personal information is protected. When we chatted about this, she said, clearly they should delete the um, all that sensitive information after the visas are issued, but there should be a backup and clearly so. So again, another example of Poppy being brought in to justify um, you know, something that went wrong in the company. It was called an isolated incident, and let's hope that's the case. And then since you mentioned uh, Truist, which is part of TF TFG, uh, oh, no, it's um, TF another tweet. TF TF um, sorry, just just for the record, TFG and Truist are separate companies. Um, let's just, sorry, you're no, absolutely fine. right, and I know that. The Fashidi Group, sorry. No, that's another, right. It's I their fault. That. It's Gosh. their fault for odd naming, I think. I, I, I don't blame Live, live radio. Blame. No, it's completely, I knew that. So TFG stands for the Vashini Group. They don't like you to say that anymore. They just want to go with TFG. But it does own Markham, I know that for sure, because a sure. man calling himself Jubacabra um, tweeted and, and tagged me in, Hi, TFG and Markham. Why do I keep getting sc sc scammed? I think he means spammed four to five times with the same SMS with no option to opt out. The SMS he was talking about goes like this. Dear customer, we hope you're enjoying your recent purchase from Markham. We noticed you haven't given us permission to call you to tell you about promotions <laughs> and special <laughs> offers. And we don't want you to miss out. Can you believe it? Reply Y for yes to be contacted. And you could win a, a 10,000 Rand voucher. And, um, of course, the, the tweeter there very upset that there was no in for no. He did try it and got nowhere. And, and quite rightly so. I queried it with TFG. And they said, um, TFG sends a service message to customers who have made a purchase in-store and paid with their TFG account, which gives them the option to receive information about promotions and special offers in future. If they'd taken up that offer, then, uh, you know, they, that would have been all that the company needed to know that they wanted to. If they didn't, I think it's pretty clear that they didn't want to. Anyway, we have recognized that the service intention of the message may not have been clear, and TFG has suspended the project to review its implementation. TFG will consider reconsider the wording to address the potential for misunderstanding of its intent. We've also noted that some customers received the message more than once. This was an error and has been corrected. We apologize for inconveniencing these customers. So I said, well, I, I'm not quite sure. Are you saying that, I mean, clearly they must have been previously given the opportunity to state whether or not they wanted to receive marketing material and they must have declined if you're now asking them again. So, um, 
you can't opt out of, of getting repeat spam, urging them to agree to get more spam. <laughs> Have I got this right? And they said, as noted previously, the message concerned to the customers is a service message. It pertains to management of the customer's account. Um, it the competition may have been construed as marketing in nature, you think. However, competitions and other such incentives are commonly used to, for example, encourage customers to update their contact details or to pay on time. But the message didn't say that. It said, we noticed you haven't given us permission exactly. to call you and tell you about promotions and special offers. Anyway, TFG continued, we regret that the customer received this message more than once. This should not have taken place. It has been corrected. Uh, and we're only going to send it once in future. So I went back to dear Nomzamo at the information regulator's office, said, can they get away with doing this by calling um, it a service message? Because a service message by its nature does not require marketing consent. And she said essentially um, that uh, indeed a service message may be in a different context, which may not be regarded as direct marketing. So I think that's pretty, be aware, be, 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 be wary of the, Service message. Sure. The spam dressed up as a service message. I mean, what really is the world gone completely mad, Bruce? Mutton dressed as spam. I don't know. That's what it is. I tell you that much. <laughs> yes. Thank you, Wendy Nola, our consumer ninja this evening, Wendy Nola, on some lovely and extraordinary cheeky attempts by companies to try and circumvent the laws as they stand. Thank you, Wendy Nola, always on the game. Thanks very much indeed.